Today's episode is sponsored by Open Studio, home of the Bass Access Pass, featuring content from the great Christian McBride, bass guru Bob DeBoo, and myself, Ruben Rogers. Included are weekly guided practice sessions and an online community of bassists from all over the world. Join today starting at $15 a month. For more information, visit openstudiojazz.com slash B-A-B. citizens. I'm your co-host Bob Debu. With me as always, the Im- immaculate Ruben Rogers. What's up, Ruben? <laughs> I'm doing good. I think I think you're the host. I'm the co-host. Let's do that. Let's just say that. All right. It's it's that's oh. that's how it goes. All right, people. All right. Thank I, you. I mean, everybody's here to hear you, man. I'm just I'm just, <laughs> I'm just hanging. Come on now. What's up, Ruben? No, always good to see you. How you doing? I'm I'm doing great, man. Uh, Excellent. You know, we're we're here. Uh, I wish we could say we were the end of this interesting uh, time off, but we're not. Mm. But things yep. are starting to pick up even more, even given that, you know, variants and all this is happening. Well, I guess depending on when, when people hear this, I mean, who knows? This pandemic might be over. <laughs> so we're, yeah, for, if you're listening post, this is, we're in August of 2021. Hello. And we're a, a year and a half in, at least, to this craziness, and right, uh, right, right. and it's still crazy. Yep. But you know, these <laughs> sessions and uh, you know keep keeps keeps us connected in a certain kind of way, keeps us connected mm-hmm. to 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 music, to the bass, and um, thank you for coming on this journey with us. And uh, let's let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So for all our listeners today, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about locking in with drummers. So right. we're a couple bass players. Obviously, it's the bass player centric. Uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and now that we are maybe getting out a little bit more and playing with drummers, mm-hmm. Ruben and I were just talking about some of these drummers. How are we going to lock in with them? So yeah. special we like, creatures, All right. special creatures, <laughs> drummers, right? Oh yes, yes, beautiful, oh, beautiful own, souls, all of them, yes. <laughs> for better, for worse. They're special <laughs> creatures and special in their own way, just as bass players are. They they have their roles, their lanes, and um, how do we, you know, this is a short checklist to see, you know, okay, how can we exist better on the bandstand? Not off, we're not going to talk yes. too much about the, off the bandstand, <laughs> but let's say on also the important bandstand. though, <laughs> yeah, but, definitely, but, and we're and we're so it, like linked. We are inextricably linked to our drummers yes. in 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 these ensembles, which is why we need to, you know, we're the most associated with drummers being bass players so that's why it's such an important thing we could talk about locking in with piano players talking about locking in harmonically and other things and rhythmically too with horn players too but it's all about the drummers actually uh, not not straying away from the checklist but quick question would you say out of the rhythm section which would you say you which instrument would you say you are uh, you get more opportunities to work or play through a pianist or through a, a drummer oh pianist yeah 100 percent. yeah you mean as far as like who's who's calling you for who's things? calling you or recommends you or all the above that's an interesting question yeah i think it has to be piano players but oh, yeah? there's a lot of work i you know get with drummers as well which which is cool, but it does come from one or the other. It seems like I'm gonna parts. say I'm gonna say for myself. Well, I mean, this is something I just kind of thought about right before we got on this session. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that drummers ha- happen to be the ones I think 
through my career that they were the catalyst to certain gigs I played with and probably the catalyst for a certain thing that led to a certain thing, right? But it still mm. started from from a drummer seat, you know, because there's always a connection. There's always a chain reaction that happens usually. You know, someone's like, oh, yeah, I like you. Oh, I like you from this. and yeah. But a lot of it, I mean, shoot, for all intents and purposes, uh, you know, a drummer, oh, I hate to admit this, a drummer like <laughs> catapulted my my professional career you know um mm -hmm. you know adonis rose was was a friend of mine at berkeley college of music okay. uh he got me a gig with marcus roberts mm. right what's so funny he got me a gig with marcus roberts but he never played one gig with us he got fired before i even started <laughs> started playing ah. the gig <laughs> but he got you on the gig Thanks. What's funny, yeah. I mean, I just sat in with them one time, and then Marcus was like, hmm, I like your playing. But, you know, a few months went by, and they were like, okay, hey, can you make these gigs? I was like, oh, wow, yeah. Thinking cool. Mark, thinking Adonis was going to be a gig, on the gig? Nope. Nope. For mm. whatever reason, it, that wasn't the case. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean, <coughs> mean well, for strange, to start strange, there. Strange, strange <laughs> connection. Uh, I actually don't know Adonis at all, uh, personally. Yeah. But I grew up in Fort Worth in Texas, and I know... He is back in Fort Worth, Texas now. He's been living out there for a while. Actually, no, he's back in and New Orleans now, but he did. Is he back in New Orleans? He's back. Okay. He's been back in New Orleans for a few years now, but he was in Fort Worth after Katrina for, for many years, yes. That's what mm -hmm. it was. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I was uh -huh. like, I, every time I go back to visit, I was like, I have to connect with this guy, so I go go hear him, you know. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Lef definitely. I think I get more, I mean, way more than... Mm -hmm. uh, than I give out as far as like work that comes my way that oh, yeah. I can hire other people to you know right, get right. it from pianists drummers yeah I am mad I am mad but yeah what's up our <laughs> first topic our first point on on, on the checklist um, eye contact uh, mm. I think we both agree that a little subtle eye contact is is um, a great thing or a lot of eye contact whatever just checking mm -hmm. in so often to see what's going on you know positioning yourself in a way that you're able to connect in that way visually I mean I think that's a, a, a underrated thing you know um, and Definitely. I think naturally uh, the best musicians that's just in tune that's something that they that's one of their things on their checklist to make sure that when they setting up that they have that you know um, for sure yeah you need to be able to see each other obviously and you could go one direction or the other. I mean, you don't want to not look at somebody the whole show. That would be real weird. Right. But if you're staring at them in the eyes the whole time, that could... Yeah, anyways, I think also, too, the eye contact, but also the visual contact with the instrument. When right. I'm setting up next to a drummer, I want to be able to see the ride cymbal. Right. I want to be able to see a snare drum, typically. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I also try to position myself where the drummer has access, if they want to see it, mm -hmm. to where I'm plucking. You know, yeah. if I'm playing electric or if I'm playing upright, mm. you're going to see where I'm plucking and when, if that's if that's doable in the situation. So and I think that's also a good thing to do. It's very interesting. And certain drummers, I mean, obviously this comes over time when you have some kind of rapport with a, with, with a, a, a musician. Certain drummers actually prefer certain things, kind of like what you just said. I know, I know a couple uh, drummers who prefer to see my fingers or they mm -hmm. request. Like, is there any way I can see your fingers in some kind of way? Uh, because a lot of times I tend to turn away from mm -hmm. at least turn away my body from mm -hmm. the the drums so that it won't seep into the microphone as much because you're right but I'm I'm but I'm still turned enough so that my eyes and my body is still 
enough so that you know it's just not comfortable for me to see them or look at them so yeah. it's always an adjustment sometimes when I'm, that request is there because then I'm like okay well I might be sacrificing the sound because your symbols and everything will be coming into the microphone uh, a mm -hmm. way that that's not going to be great for the, for uh, the sound engineer so you know it's a balance it's, you got to figure it out you know it's situational something a word we haven't used ever on upright citizens <clears throat> That's, might as well start today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry, y'all. Yeah, and that's even before the first beat happens, right? No. Like uh -huh. getting on stage, make sure you can see, make mm -hmm. sure you know if if it, if that's gonna happen, to where you can have that visual communication. Mm -hmm. But what about you, the next point? I think you got to you got to <laughs> bring up this next point because you talk about it before, and it's obviously something we need to hear a bunch more. So uh, what's uh, what's your next point you got? Uh, you know, we got that first beat, you know, covered. How about that second beat? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, you know, or the first few bars, at least, the anticipation yes. of what sets up, you know, what's to come, you know, uh, that's so overlooked sometimes. It's funny, I even just listening to some recordings, how, you know, when, especially when time is started or when we're going to different sections, how they, there's this ambiguous little thing that happens sometimes between bass and drums that happens and then oh, about two three bars later oh it's, it's it's together you know let's try and figure a way to get it there like you know within the first few notes because that just like catapults the music in a certain kind of way uh and that goes back to kind of just kind of like what we just said about eye contact but also mm -hmm. just being very conscious and and um purposeful uh, in in your intention of making mm -hmm. sure those first couple bars are solid because it's easy to just catapult from there, you know. Right. Uh, that's that's I mean, and that's something that has to become from both both the drummer and the bass. I think usually, you know, having Amen. that that commitment to locking in like right away, you know. Yes, and, uh, yes. and of course, the more you play with the person, the easier it is, you know. Um, and uh, for sure, the, the more it becomes familiar. You know? Definitely, that second downbeat, you know, that's 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 you talked about that, and it's just like immediately how quickly can we lock in the first one it may be mm -hmm. but i wanted to go even before that even before the first downbeat like when you hear whoever is counting off the tune if you're getting that do you know what i mean or playing something up front mm -hmm. if somebody's counting off the tune you know i'll you know you think about obviously you think about that tempo that's being conveyed by the person that wants to count it off because they mm -hmm. have the tune in mind already hopefully mm -hmm. but when that's going on you know is there something you could think about you know dividing that that beat thinking mm -hmm. about subdivisions thinking about really being locked in mm -hmm. before the first note happens right. if right. you have that luxury of that like count in yes. or an introduction like somebody's playing somebody's doing a free introduction and then they're into time really locking in before you play a note right uh, I think is is crucial um, if you have that option and another thing too going from the first beat to the second beat through the first measure second measure etc cetera, etc cetera, listening for how the how the drummer is subdividing if they're if they're doing that if that's a thing you know right. is there you know uh, is, are they playing more like straight eighths is some triplets going on something right. else entirely right. mm -hmm. uh, is there a lot of space going on because right. like that can influence how you play but yeah i'll be aware of that and checking it and and obviously all this is you know what we're spewing is, is happening in the moment right it's it's happening in, mm -hmm. in just like a very short span of time but all of this if you 
have a habit of paying attention to this, it comes natural, right? It becomes mm-hmm. natural and it becomes just a part of your plane where you're not actually thinking about it anymore. But uh, it just, you know, just those habits of, of, of trying to do at least these, these couple things to help the music um, move forward. Um, yeah. <laughs> De- definitely, definitely. Well, there's another point uh, I wanted to bring up too, and, and you, you, we always take notes before we do these, and I, I love reading your your notes, your your topics that you're like, all right, I got to say something about this, and you said your sound, right, your volume. What about and you had in caps your volume. <laughs> I know, what right? did you mean when you wrote that? Like, what were you thinking when you wrote that? Well, I'm 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 saying that because uh, a lot of times, and it's funny, I've noticed this from from non musical. Or I should say, no, not non-musical people who 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 enjoy music but just don't play an instrument per se. Uh, mm-hmm. That I've heard times where like, wow, the bass player was so loud, or mm. or as much as they do love the instrument, it's like, why are they like louder than everyone else? Uh, it's 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 a thing. It's a it's a subtle thing, and not a lot of people actually will will talk about it because I think people are in general bass centric and love the to hear the instrument and especially drummers do they want to hear it as loud as possible seems like all the time right mm-hmm, but it's still mm-hmm. uh, a level of taste that you need to have to 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 make sure that you're 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 inclusive just be you know aware of what's going on around around you and and i mean i i know i've been a culprit of it where you know but the, uh fortunately a lot of the musicians i play with they'll call me out be like yo can you just turn on this a little bit thankfully it, it hasn't happened a bunch in my life because I'm so aware of it, you know. But it's also mm-hmm. taking that minute. If you have that ten foot cord, hopefully all ten foot cord, a ten foot uh, patch cord should be your 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 go to. Have have one of those in your back pocket, in your in your bag, people, so that you're able to step away from your amp, so it won't all of it is not going into your knees, not going into your back of your your legs, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, so you have a perspective, you know. And it's even then it's going to be hard to know what it is depending on the room but taking just that moment to just figure out like yo is my volume too much or whatever or just asking just asking be yeah. like yo is this too much as i said most of the time drummers going back to those drummers are not yeah, going to yep. be like oh no no you gotta turn it down no no i've never actually had a drummer say you should turn down ever <laughs> i don't think i ever have either <laughs> Because they want to, they want to hear a lot as much, and, and then also they can play louder. But <clears throat> uh, <laughs> that goes without saying, yes, right? indeed. But you got to be able to hear yourself, and I love that that ten foot uh, patch cable, so that you can get away from your amp. Because a lot of times it takes longer for those wavelengths to really speak. Like if you're yes. standing right in front of your amp, it's going to sound way different. It's just like standing behind if you're playing upright. Standing behind the upright, yeah. it does not sound the same no. out front as it no. does from behind it, yeah, the bass, and that also happens with the amp. And so you need to be able to hear yourself. Yes. Well, so you right. know what's happening, and yeah. uh, one of my one of my things that I put down was especially the note attacks, yeah. like where your attacks are, where you're actually plucking and releasing mm. the string or whatever. Like the note attacks are a big deal, and it's yes. the drummers need to hear that. If they can't hear you doing that, and if yeah. you can't hear you doing that, it's not going to lock in. No, 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 no. Very important. Very important. Yeah. Very important. Uh, I mean, our next uh, or our, some other points that we were you know sharing before mm-hmm. the great uh, episode that we're doing right now uh, <laughs> um, learn more about the drums learn more about other instruments in general right uh, sure. be inquisitive know what you know, because there's so many uh, parts to a drum kit or whatever I mean mm-hmm. but what what 
what what do you gravitate towards? I mean, me personally, yeah. I know you know of course the ride, hi hat, bass drum. Those are probably the, the the three that things that that I am very like cognizant True. of, uh, just trying to pay attention to and yeah. um, lock in. You know, I mean, what, what are your points? What are your thoughts about what I just said? Absolutely, and those are three different instruments that are part of the whole of the there instrument you go. of the drum set. Because they are if different instruments, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and they all need to be balanced to any drummers that are checking things out. You know, you make sure things can be louder on one instrument than the other, but keep that awareness factor happening. Don't don't play the snare super loud or whatever. How about for you? Is there a level else? a level that you go? Would you say like a uh, bass drum is in one, a uh, hi hat is two? Or you know what? what would it you depends say? on it depends on the style of the song that we're playing. Like it depends on the feel too. Like if we're playing something True. backbeat, mm. I'm not going to be locking into the ride pattern because that yeah. might not happen there until like halfway through the song if at all. Exactly. And in that case, I'm 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 hearing uh, hi hat and kick drum especially. Yeah, like exactly. where am I fitting in with the kick drum? Right. But if we're talking about tipping, if we're talking about swinging, it goes right away to the ride cymbal. Right. Oh, no. You know, like mm -hmm. that's that's really where I'm trying to lock in immediately. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, you know, you, we want to know what that, you know, what's happening with that instrument. And also the, the content that typically gets pay played, like understand what the, like the ride pattern for a jazz drummer, what the standard pattern is at least, you know, right. learn about that, you know, perhaps mm -hmm. take a lesson or even, even more simply ask a drummer, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. the, everybody's happy to talk about what they do on their instrument. Don't, no don't ever be scared. And if they don't want to, that's fine. You know, everybody's different. Mm -hmm. And, and you can read the person too, because we were also talking about this. Some people don't want to talk about stuff like that. They just want to play or maybe True. they don't, True. you know, whatever. It's all again. Is right. it situational? <laughs> it might be situational. Circumstantial. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll just get out our thesaurus here. But, you know, you know ask, ask. And, and also thing, too, I think on that front, and uh, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, I'm sorry. But um, you could also ask a drummer, what do they think about? Like, what yeah. are you listening for from a bass player? Yeah. How do you lock in with a bass player? What yes. are you looking for? What mm -hmm. helps? What, what doesn't do anything? Because... Mm -hmm. We have our own perspectives, but we want to open that up as much as possible. I mean, and how do you go about that? Yeah, is this something you have, you know, uh, a cup of tea over, or uh, <laughs> a, a cup of coffee, a, a glass of wine? How, uh -huh. Is that more in a personal, um, you know, yeah, situation, exactly. or, or do you? I mean, how how do you go about actually? <laughs> doing that <laughs> yeah well you know you get out the bong and you load up the, the bowl and Hello. you just you know you do a you do a hang you listen to some music and then you're like hey what do you how do you lock it uh, i mean that's one no, way it's for sure right <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure that's happened in the history of this music um, Hell yeah. but but i know it i don't think you know i i think even you don't want anybody to think that you're implying something by uh, asking no you know i want to be really careful about that like if there's a drummer maybe that's you know, not played a bunch or whatever is got some other is not as strong or as confident. Perhaps if you ask a question to them, they might take it a certain way. Yes, and that might hurt the music. Yeah, you know, because perhaps. you know, because ultimately we're, you know, we're musicians. We're, we're also people. people full of full of egos, pride. Um, you know, sensitive ones. You know, yeah, differs sensitivity differs from from person to person. But I think that's the funny part too. I think the when I can, when I think about the, the, the drummers I have the the best lock with, mm -hmm. are the ones who I'm able to actually speak to, or say mm -hmm. certain things, or even if it's subtle, that they don't take it to heart. That like, yeah, I'm trying to come into them, and you know, mm -hmm. uh, it's you know, but there's one or two that I can be painfully honest, and he might come back to me. Well, you know what? 
and that's okay too that we are, our relationship is a certain way that you know in the end we care about the music and we we get that you know what i mean that's it's not it's about, about me being like okay we we i may not you know go out and have a bear with you after i mean we don't care mm-hmm. but that's gonna happen no matter what you know mm-hmm. so hopefully you can get that you know with with uh you know your your drummer mates and you know this is for the drummers too go ahead and you know go ahead and uh, ask your bass players uh, you know questions and be inquisitive about us too is you know because we are the you know the most important instrument anyway um now there's another part of all this uh coming from the the bass chair when when does how can i put this when should we lead the situation or just give into what's happening right when should we mm. make assertive decisions that uh that will you know, better the music it's not about being self selfish but selfless mm-hmm. um that's also situation circumstantial uh i'm gonna come from you know just just as, you know knowing how i am I, there's been a lot of times i feel like most of the time that i feel like i need to lead it mainly has to do with tempo usually has to do with when i feel the tempo is slowing down or or, or really lagging in a kind of way i feel that's like 85 percent of the time when i feel like i need to be a more assertive is is that you know mm. um and i would say only 50 percent of the time do does a drummer actually realize no matter if it's if it's if it's um eye contact or if I'm actually like trying to push it push it push it musically mm-hmm. because ultimately if you continue to do it uh, over a you know certain period of time if they're not hearing it it's starting to affect the music and start to actually make it sound worse than 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 it is if it's just just let you settle back and lay back into whatever is if it's gonna about if it's about to drag accept that and just like suck it up and take deep breaths and just go with it and make the best music you can it. You know, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Tell me about your experience. Would you say that the same thing or something a little oh, different? Oh, that's definitely happened to me for sure. For sure, I remember playing with this piano player um, who mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to playing with, and he was it was awesome. It, um, and, and the drummer on the on the on the gig um, was having tempo problems, mm. and that's okay. That's okay because I have tempo problems too. I know, I'm sure, but uh, it was really dragging a whole lot, and I was like, okay, these are also my elders. Too. So that's a mm. that's a that's an aspect that we need to consider too. Yeah. I will always <laughs> defer to my elders when I'm ah. on the bandstand, mm. and that is a very important thing I think. Uh, and o- honestly, even younger folks than me, right. I respect them obviously just you know a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, these in this particular case, it was uh, dragging a lot, and I was aware of that. Mm-hmm. So I'd start playing on top of the beat and really start to push, and it wasn't changing. But I didn't do what you had said about, uh, I don't like the term giving in, but that's what it is. You know, yeah. like accept, maybe accepting. Yeah. Acceptance is better. Yeah, let's go with acceptance <laughs> of where it's going to be and uh, make that feel good, you yes. know. Yeah. Uh, but I continued on. I was definitely younger. And, uh, and the piano player was finally like, can you stop playing so far on top of the beat? <laughs> and I was like, this was before we were on the stage, at least. This was still just in rehearsal. Uh, thank yeah. God, but because <laughs> that would have been embarrassing on the on the bandstand. He pulled you a coattail before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. So that was very respectful, uh, very nice, and I appreciate that for sure. But he was like, "Just can you lay back?" He didn't say anything to the drummer, 
And mm. I, it's very obvious, I, at least it was to me, that that was an issue. But it's, um, you're right, entirely, it's about yeah. the music. So if, yeah. it's not, if it's not feeling right and you're continuing to do that, then it becomes your issue. Yes. You know, like, but very I think assertiveness, so. I think in general, like, I'm trying to be, um, I, I aim for being assertive with where my beat is and connecting with the drummer. Yeah. And if the drummer is, is somewhere else, like is constantly on top just a bit or even behind just a little bit, right? I want to stay where I'm at mm. and not always try to fluctuate to where that person is Yes. because they could be doing that. And often with a, a more seasoned drummer, they're going to be doing that, you know, like right. feeling it in a slightly different way. Um, and that can create like this kind of like maybe a little bit more relaxed or uneasiness type of feeling that can really be uh, um, you know can can be part of their vibe that they're going for so uh, do you ever experience that too well yeah I definitely it's funny you say that about the fluctuation of time uh, which would I think is kind of another point that we kind of you know uh, talked about uh, that is probably the, when you, you you play and as I said I'm, I'm spoiled I'm really, mm. really spoiled that you I played with the best. play with a yeah. bunch of drummers who have fluctuate, fluctuating time. But mm -hmm. with that said, I have also done that, have had that a few times here and there. And I always find that when you're trying to create and you're trying to do the best for the music and it put your input, when you have that aspect, that's when simplicity rules. Okay, mm, when okay. the the less you play and the more simplistic you can uh, play in the music, it helps the whole. Because uh, I, I mean, as I said, I mean, just some time back, I remember playing this gig and and we had at least two nights, and we had I hadn't played the this drummer much, but we hadn't played the music either that much, mm. and and it was just so hard to to lock. It was so hard to lock with him. And I noticed as the night went on, like, you know, he was, maybe he knew, he realized, what, you know, that it wasn't locking as much, but he was still doing his thing and, and trying to, you know, give to the music and do whatever. And his, I feel like his, his, uh, in, you know, attention to that, that part of it, that detail of locking what it was, was second, you know, mm, uh, okay. and which was okay. So what I had to do was actually play a lot less and play a lot more simplistic a lot more simple mm -hmm. to help the whole of the music like not mm. a, not a whole bunch of stupid ooms but more like mm. bing 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 and then because i noticed also when i started to do more inflections and play a little bit more um, you know anticipations or whatever he would probably latch on to that and it would make things a little unsteady and then it would come ah, back and I see. that keep on going back and forth back and forth didn't feel good to me it, i'm sure it didn't feel good to the horn play it didn't feel good going good to the to the piano play which was funny actually the next day me and the piano player are very close <laughs> and he he mentioned it actually he was like yeah i could tell that you know it just unsettled and yeah you were, i was like man yo that's ridiculous that you even we what i mean but right. I'm obviously be. just because he's sensitive in that way that he could articulate it but it's like i didn't tell him anything and we you know he probably saw it in my face too but but uh <laughs> <laughs> but it was um yeah simplicity rules in a in a very when when the lock doesn't feel like it's really uh where it needs to be to, to better the music 
Mm. That's that's mm. that's that's around the same lines, I think, of of uh, trying to uh, you know the give and take between leading or not leading, or whatever. Yeah. Right? No, I mm. love that. Yeah, simplicity, definitely. Mm. And you can you couldn't be clearer when <laughs> you do that. You know what <laughs> yes. I mean? There's no there's no amb- ambiguity. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make just a really quick other side aside too is that we're talking about locking in, and we're talking about rhythmically. Right. We're talking. To, we're yes. not talking about any note choice, like uh-huh. any pitch, no. harmonic or melodic choices, right? So, it it would be a great idea too to study rhythm, a right. bunch of rhythm. You yes. know, like uh, practice your rhythm just as much, if not more, or whatever. You know, but you really have to. We as bass players have to be locked into that. You know, yeah. like all day long so no doubt. that's really what it's about no but i love that simplicity i'm going to try that on my next gig me too i gotta try that because <laughs> that's i mean because I mean, you know let's face it the more more uh skilled we become over times it's harder to pull back sure. you know it's hard to to, to step up to step instead of not wanting to do more it's it's mm. so much harder you know, mm-hmm. but that's the true. You know, I think that's the true um, uh, beauty in growth, and mm-hmm. and uh, just in the musicians that we love to hear. They have that. They can go back and forth. They know they can play that beautiful ballad, and just stay yeah. right in the moment, and and just speak from just a few notes, and they also can turn it on and and play in seven four at at. 180 you know what i mean i don't know you know it's that kind of thing that. you know you're like, i love wow. it. it it's no it's no difference it's like there's beauty in both you know and we want to be able to just you know do that from the bass chair for sure all the time right i love it absolutely 100 percent, ruben yeah man well, yeah all right i hope our listeners especially our bass players and drummers you know have got some uh, insight on what we feel how we feel and how we go about doing our uh, you know, locking in better with the drummers, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and uh, hey, let's do some more of this soon, Mr. Bob Boo, Okay. Absolutely. Thanks so much for all your enlightening insights you bring bring to each of these sessions. So thank you so much, Ruben. And Very for your wisdom, it. Mr. Debu, for your wisdom, <laughs> we need it. All right. <laughs> all right. Take care. Peace. Bye. Bye.